Welcome to the About Sex Podcast. I'm Josh, and with me is Angela Skirtu, licensed marriage therapist and sex therapist. Hi, Angela. Hey, Josh. You're going to teach us today. I'm going to learn. What are we learning about? <laughs> so today we're talking about unique things that draw people together in yeah, a relationship. Yeah, how people choose their mate. How people choose their mate, how people learn if somebody is compatible with them. Yeah, and you were saying that women choose mates differently than men do. I, yes. So um, there's some interesting things I've noticed about some women. Now, some women. Um, women have a little bit of a disconnect from their subjective experience of desire and their physiological experience to desire. And why this is relevant is I think that sometimes women are not... What does that mean? Okay, so like the way... Okay, I'll just show you the research. So there was... They had men and women look at images of pornography. They had male on male, male, female... Female, female, and monkeys. Okay, <laughs> they put them. They they showed and so they just men, threw that last one did, in they there. They threw them all yeah. just as a like you know. Let's see what happens. Let's right? see what happens. And so they <laughs> attached electrodes to their like genitals, genitals to see if they would yeah, they put easily congest yeah. or get you know aroused whatever. See if they would get aroused. And then they also put they also asked them subjectively, "Are you turned on by these uh-huh. things?" Right. And so for the men, if they said they were heterosexual, naturally they'd be turned on. Physically and mentally by either uh, male-female or female-female. Right. If they were more on the homosexual side, it would be male-male and Mm -hmm. male-female. Women were very different. Mm -hmm. Physiologically, they were aroused to all four. Their Mm -hmm. bodies turned on and... Basically, they got wet. That's mm-hmm. what that's what they're trying to say. Just because they saw any mm-hmm. sex at all. Yeah, any sexuality at all, they got wet. Yeah. But, but some of the men would too, I'm sure. Well, the men, if they said they were physiologically aroused, they were. Like, they were linked mm-hmm. when the two things happened. But for the women, they were not. Mm-hmm. Like, some women would say, oh, I liked this, but I didn't like this. That wasn't sexy at all to me. And so there's this disconnect for women mm-hmm. between their sexual arousal physically mm-hmm. and their sexual arousal mentally. mentally. Okay, and because of this, and because women tend to pick partners for various reasons, not just sex. Sometimes mm-hmm. we pick partners for comfort. Sometimes we pick partners because they make us laugh. Or maybe um, they have a similar size, and then you get a double wardrobe. <laughs> you could share clothes. You could share clothing. Well, uh, sometimes I'll get women that have picked not based on sexual attraction. They won't find or physical s- attraction. Yeah. They picked on some of those factors, but then later in the relationship, they struggle to have sex with their partner. Right, because they picked an uggo. <laughs> just some, they're not always ugly. Sorry. They're just maybe not physically attracted sure. to them. They're just not attracted to them, no matter mm-hmm. what they look like. So maybe they're normally attracted to tall, hunky guys, yeah. but they picked a skinny guy and mm-hmm. because he had good money, he had a good personality. Or, he was safe. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of times it's for stability. I women see. pick for safety. Mm-hmm. Some, okay. not all women. Some women pick for stability, and I see that a lot. If they were in an unstable environment growing up, mm-hmm. um, and I think there's different reasons for this. Um, some of it might be that, but other times, like some women don't place sex as high in their hierarchy of like why of they choose important. a partner. What, like, what, what's an important mm-hmm. part of having a mate? Yeah, like maybe being a good friend is more important to them. Or a good father. Or being a good father. Yeah. 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 To their children. Good co-parenting. I mean, that's yeah. a part of your life. Maybe it's about money. It can be. It can be about like financial yeah, stability. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's an interesting conundrum though, because then they'll come into therapy mm-hmm. and they want to be able to have sex, but they say, I have no attraction or desire to them. And yeah. they like wonder why. <laughs> 
but they never did though. They or never did, they? did. So so are you saying that they when they were originally dating, they had no physical attraction to them, no sexual attraction to them, or did they have attraction to them but it wasn't based on physical appearance? They still had a sexual interest in them and but for other reasons? They had more I'm of confused. an emotional attraction. Uh-huh. Not a physical one, but because of new relationship energy mm-hmm. that happens for every new relationship, by the oh, way, yeah. you can actually get this energy with a new friend, mm-hmm. whether you're having sex with them right. or not. <laughs> Just to throw that out. But don't there. do that. No, but what no, I'm saying is you can like you you remember when we met our first friends, we were like, oh, this is the greatest yeah. night ever. You had a great time right. and you talked to them and it was you like, bah, 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 bah. Energy. there yeah. can be this passion and excitement around mm-hmm. the conversation. Right. And so they felt this emotional connection, but no sexual connection or sexual attraction. Mm-hmm. And because new relationship energy comes with that sense of sex is a little easier because it's new and it's fun and Mm -hmm. you know i mean like it's easy to do things sexually in that first part of the relationship and then what will happen is that six months to two years passes and it's not new anymore and basically they don't want to have sex with their partner at all oh yeah they're done they are done so at that point you could have a sexless marriage now you could that's not fun no it's not fun (laughs) because the other side men guess what a physical appearance is actually a very high on our list. Yeah, it is. And for me, it's high. And then also compatibility, personality. Mm-hmm. You got to be able to make me laugh. <laughs> and then all those other things kind of trickle down. But, okay. But for me, those are the big ones. It's you as a person, who you are and who you, mm-hmm. what you look like, and your personality. And I think uh, that that's hard for a man, especially if he's in a sexless marriage all of a sudden, <laughs> and he's with his beautiful wife, yeah. and she's like, uh, "I'm busy." She's not or, interested. I have a headache. It's like you've had a <laughs> headache for seven years, woman. Well, and take also, a Tylenol. It's funny because to, to when when a when a woman says that to a man, it does not compute. It's like, mm-hmm. what do you mean you're not physically attracted to me? Why are you even married to me? No, I, that would be that would be hurtful. <laughs> do they tell them that they're like, I just yes. don't find you attractive. Yes, it's a very it's hurtful conversation. Like, why didn't this come up during the engagement period? You know, because women don't always pick for physical attraction. Interesting. And men often that's their first choice. Oh yeah. It's well, like, when you go on Tinder, you don't swipe based on who, <laughs> uh, personality type. You don't have the or Briggs based Mi- on religion. You don't, it doesn't list the Briggs Meyer personality type there, and you swipe left or right based on that. It doesn't, it doesn't do that. It doesn't. It's do only that. a face. That's so true. And you swipe left or right. That's it. <laughs> Exactly. And that's how dating works in general. But I don't know. Well, you know what else is interesting, too? Like, so there's also the opposite that sometimes happens where couples will connect just about the sex. And then you'll see them and you're like, like later, like two years. They will both be physically attracted to each other. They'll be very physically attracted, very sexually But that's the only connection they have. But that's the only connection. They don't connection. have any shared hobbies. They don't really like each other as yes. people. You're like, are you guys even friends? <laughs> Do you know so one another? So in the early part of the relationship, there's lots of sex and lots of uh-huh. passion. But then there's also lots of arguing, which leads to lots of makeup sex. Yeah, oh yeah, passion. But then the sex falls off and then you just have the arguing left. So now uh-huh. you're really passionate but no sex. <laughs> so that's no fun. Yeah, I can't imagine how those relationships stay together unless the sex stays strong. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, Yeah, I've met that couple. I've met <laughs> oh, multiple couples met like couples. that where it's like it, well, early on, you know, you see them and they're like all over each other. Mm-hmm. Like they'll start they'll start touching each other right in front of you at the movie theaters. Like, whoa, <laughs> we're in public. 
It's like, what it's, are we, teenagers? We're watching the Minions movie, people. <laughs> Come on. Of course, right? <laughs> well, it, it goes to say that like, I think so what people happened? have very unique ways to choose partners, and they don't all do it the same. They're not. So it's not. So what do you think is the best way to choose a partner? Well, I think you should have a combination of the two factors. I do think you need to be picking based on sexual compatibility and attraction, but I think you also need to be picking based on emotional attraction and compatibility. Mm. But here's the problem. Oh. <laughs> well, this is what happens. So people start dating, and for the first parts of dating, yeah, um, they are kind of looking at their checklist. Like, well, does he, does he follow this? Does mm-hmm. she follow this? Does mm-hmm. he kind of fit this? But then something happens. They fall in love. And whenever uh, you fall in love, the checklist on, goes the out the window. Rose-colored glasses yep, go on. That's the rose-colored glasses. So all of a sudden, nothing she does can be bad. You're it's more like, patient about sh- things that you would never be patient about. She beats about. me because she cares. <laughs> <laughs> or he doesn't do chores, but that's okay. It's not a big deal. Yeah. He's just. He oh just no! Never I, oh, hold on! I've never heard a woman say that in my. <laughs> oh, I have. Life. I have. Oh, they will no. say it in the beginning. But then, be when like, the it's chores, not a big deal. But when it gets more chores because there's children around. Or, yeah. yeah, kids are a big changer. So, like a lot of times, there are women who won't have a problem with doing chores because they're like, mm-hmm. "All right, it's just chores for yeah. you and me." But as soon as the kid comes, oh my god, all hell blue- breaks loose. <laughs> they're always throwing crap on the floor. Kids are a lot of work. Why can't you're two years old? Learn to put things up. <laughs> She's two. <laughs> <laughs> Olivia, our daughter, I love her so much, but like we try to get her to put stuff up, and sometimes she's testing us, and she'll like kind of half put her floor. shirt in her dresser and then throw it off like it's a game. And oh, I'm like, it is no, a game too. I really do want you to put that in the drawer, honey. Yeah. <laughs> what were we talking about? What we're talking about <laughs> is how sometimes because people have fallen in love. Mm-hmm. Then they stop looking practically yeah. for compatibility, and factors. then they get married, and then they get married, and yeah. then the new relationship energy stops. Yeah, and suddenly they're the hit honeymoon with, phase goes away. Yep, this is the person I'm married to. Do I like them? Do I not? Oh no! <laughs> What's going on with this person? Why do you do those things? Yeah, am I even still sexually attracted to you? <laughs> yeah, these weird things are happening. So, so how do they? Do the do people come in with these problems? Absolutely, they it, do. Do they ever survive? <laughs> <laughs> yes, like and it no. sounds like a terminal diagnosis <laughs> for me. Like it to me, if it, if you come into the room saying I have no physical attraction to this person that I'm married to, or I hate this person, they have no personality <laughs> traits that I like at all. Both sides are really just like, wh- how can you come back from that? Like, well, so there. Uh, this is the interesting <sighs> thing. It's not always terminal. Sometimes oh, people stay together unhappily. <clears throat> unhappily married after uh, I I saw married with children. I saw yeah, married with children. Yeah. Perfect example. <laughs> he hated her, <laughs> but they would have sex. Or every actually, once Arrested while. Development has um the two that don't have sex. The one was they what's his the name? Never Tobias. Nude? The Is never he, nude. The never nude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they never have sex, and he's actually gay. <laughs> well, maybe yeah, <laughs> he does seem to be. <laughs> but they're together, kind of happily, kind of unhappily. Yeah. So some people stay together. Some people come in and work on it in sex yeah. therapy. And there are things that people so how can do. do. You fic- how do you, what, what are, what's a tip for somebody who's in that position? Let's start with, they have no physical attraction to their partner. And that ha- means now that all the work is piled up, you have business mm-hmm. going on, you have kids around, you're so busy that you're not physically attracted to them, so you're not making the effort to mm-hmm. do it. So what do you do with that person? 
Well, for that person, I have to see what the desire problem is. Yeah. Because if it is that they never had sexual attraction to their partner, that is the hardest case to solve. And yeah. I have difficulty with it. And all sex therapists yeah. do. Doesn't mean I have like less skills than other sex therapists. Yeah. We all talk about this as a challenging topic. Yeah. But if they did have initial sexual t- attraction, but then it just started to die off because they stopped putting intentional effort into it, then mm. there's something that can be done. And it's so, just so find that, ways to access it. Yeah. That just blows my mind that somebody could get married and have no physical attraction to the other person. It happens. But it only I mean, you usually always, happens for women. Yeah. Sometimes men do it, though. It's a very rare occasion, but I have had men yeah. who they got marry married. They for comfort. For comfort. Or because they hold. have low self-esteem. They're lonely. And they don't, they, sure. they don't feel like they could ever get anybody. Sure. So the fact that somebody gave them time sure. was important they to them. They still fell in love. Yeah, but or, they didn't have any physical yeah. attraction. No physical attraction. But that one is a little more rare. Yeah. Not so, impossible, though. Yeah. That, that just blows my mind that you could marry somebody you're not attracted to. Like, but I guess I'm a man, so I, I can't quite understand the woman's you wouldn't mindset. do that. I wouldn't do that, no. Most men wouldn't. No, you're hot, so it's easy. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Keep that up. <laughs> well, Looking thank good. you very much. <laughs> yeah. But it does happen. So back to your original question, what is done? Like, if that is the case, there are different things I try to do. I yeah. do try to get them to be intentional about their desire. And maybe uh, intentional about their own appearance and hygiene if, if sure. they don't so maybe somebody started wearing sweatpants all day because they have no yeah. physical attraction to the other person so that try makes, that makes both of them not try so try put on some makeup go to the gym exercise yeah, try do not something to keep your body not nice to empty the fridge every night you know, you know <laughs> do just, people do that empty the entire fridge oh every yeah. night <laughs> some people sleep eat like, that is true yeah. yeah that is a piece of it try to put some effort out there Another one that's kind of a unique one that I sometimes use is if it's a woman who really has never had any desire, I try to get her to masturbate thinking about her partner without him there. And um, specifically orgasm and put his image in her head mm-hmm. as she orgasms. So you're creating a Pavlovian effect. I'm trying to. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. You should have like a fo- get them to print out like a <laughs> giant photo of them. Mm-hmm. Like. Uh, what were those old boudoir photos you could get taken? Ooh. Glamour shots. Glamour shots. You oh, get I a boudoir it. photo taken of your <laughs> spouse and and then have that plastered above the bed so they watch that while they're touching themselves. Exactly. There you go. Problem solved. Everybody, <laughs> your problems are solved. I don't. It doesn't work every time, but it it's an attempt. It's an attempt, but humans can be trained. They can be to some degree. Some Another degree. thing I get them I mean, to do. Yeah is access some of those other things that they did find desirable. Like most women, the top thing on their list is sense of humor. So if things, if it's funny humor, then how can we incorporate humor into sex? So I'm curious about in that one. So somebody who's didn't have any physical attraction, but they had these other things that did attract them to the person is a lot of times part of it is that they've changed those other things is like maybe in the beginning they were more attentive husband or attentive wife. Maybe they were, more willing to you know tell jokes and spend time together and talk and things like that but that's kind of fallen off the table a little bit because life happens people get depressed people have children they get busy could that is that part of it sometimes it can be that's why i do assess for those things because if like one of my questions i'll ask all the time is um was this the same before like because there is this thing okay you talk about rose colored glasses Mm -hmm. right so once the rose-colored glasses come off, then some of the traits that you loved can also be traits that you despise. Here's an example. <laughs> My partner uh, knows exactly what they want, and they go exactly for what they want. 
And Take then, off the rose-colored glasses. And they're that's, always demanding. My partner is very stubborn and demanding. <laughs> so, like, and, and that's for every person. love how stubborn I am. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why I asked that question. Was this always the case, or did this change? Right. Because sometimes when the rose-colored glasses come off, you have to remind yourself, oh, well, some of this is what I love, and you have to remember that that's pe- there are pieces of that that you can love, and there are pieces of that that can come with negative and, aspects, too. And maybe it's not even a negative mm. thing, but now they're just wearing shit-colored glasses. And yes, because so you can get into negative interaction th- cycles. They're maybe depressed sometimes, mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. just in a bad place in life. Family. Or they haven't had really good sex with each other in a long time. They haven't had good sex in, in seven, six years. Who sex knows? has a way of keeping a relationship strong. It really does. What? You think people who have sex are happy? <laughs> 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 that is amazing. That um, is breaking news right here on the well, About Let me sex clarify because it's not just sex. I think people who have quality sex mm. where they both really enjoy what they're doing at a, at a frequency that they both appreciate and a value are happy. So daily. <laughs> <laughs> if that is their frequency, yes. Yeah. What, what's the frequency, Kenneth? Hmm. Well... That's its own difficult conversation. Yeah. So it depends on the person. Some people, the frequency would be every day. Some people, every other mm-hmm. day. Some people, twice a week. Some people, once a week. Some people, once a month. Some people, uh, like Sheldon and Amy, once a year. <laughs> oh, no. From the B- Big Bang <laughs> Theory. From the Big Bang Theory, of yeah. course. Oh, um, she got two this year. She got two this year. But, of course. He was wearing that train conductor's outfit. <laughs> Even in that relationship, <laughs> though, you know that Amy wants to do it more than he does. Oh, yeah. They've she, accepted that. She loves him still. <laughs> exactly. So she, yeah. So there's still so, negotiation around so it. So on the other side, so we were talking about mm-hmm. people who have n- had no or have no physical attraction. The other side where they have physical attraction, they still, f- they found their partner really attractive, mm-hmm. but maybe they didn't have other reasons for getting married. They didn't have that personality mm-hmm. that they liked. They didn't have that safety built in that they liked or whatever they're very erratic people or maybe they act or who knows Mm -hmm. so their reason for getting picking their spouse was on looks alone but now what's the problem (laughs) well they're fighting usually so (laughs) angry at each other their rose colored glasses have come off Uh uh-huh and as big part of it is the sex life has gone down I'm well, assuming. actually, some of them, they'll still have sex. That's the only thing that's keeping them together. <laughs> but more, it's like an angry bang. Yeah. Yeah. Like a passionate, angry, like, let's just have sex. To you got to be careful with that. If you're bringing in like the BDSM stuff, you got to be careful with that. That's true. They that's might true. try to hurt you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that could be its own topic, right? Yeah. But no. So like usually those couples, if they still have a good sex life, then they're coming in to build their friendship and be nicer to each other. What they'll Mm -hmm. say is they've basically gotten too volatile with each other and their fights are really intense Mm -hmm. or they have, they just feel like disconnected emotionally from each other. And so in those cases, it's like, how can we get a shared hobby? How can I get you guys spending positive time with each other and like not yelling at each other and not in the bed (laughs) because you got that down. I mean, they can stay in bed, but if the sex life does die in those relationships, then yeah, a lot of times those ones, they just end. They just because end. if you have nothing outside of sex, well then. But what if they never had the anything outside of sex? Well, what I, I a lot of those relationships do end. Yeah. Because that's I, hard. I mean, it's pretty common in most marriages for the sex life to change somewhat. It changes. It goes through you know Cycles. ups and downs. Mm-hmm. And couples who keep a good sex life recognize they have to be intentional about it and put effort in both. But those couples who don't then have some of these consequences we're talking about. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. 
So here's what I suggest. When you find your partner, look at the whole package. When you're looking for a partner. When you're looking for a partner. I, I think people should pick for sexual compatibility, sexual attraction, and emotional compatibility and friendship and stability. And yeah, it's but hard. That's a unicorn. Like <laughs> the reality is it's a lot true. of people have to just pick somebody that they like. It's even true. if it's just on some of the ends. It's like, okay, he's he's a stubborn but but <laughs> I he's sweet with kids and he's very loving to me sometimes. Sure, and there, there can be things you, know? you have to settle on. Sure. I, I think that's probably true. It's okay to settle. <laughs> <laughs> What are you saying, Josh? Because <laughs> not everybody can have a Romeo and Juliet relationship uh, because true. you know how those end. You end up poisoning yourselves to try to get <laughs> to get away from the Capulets and the die, and you stab <laughs> yourself in the chest. Come on, yeah, that makes sense. Those marriages don't always end well either. <laughs> <laughs> so are you saying like marriage is meant to be in failure or something? Well, they all end. Yeah, that's true. They either end in divorce or death. <laughs> yeah, it is till death do us part, or one of us gets is done wait so we could actually say that marriage has a hundred percent failure rate then because somebody dies or divorces well humans have a hundred percent failure rate. that's true so i mean you could still i mean because we don't (laughs) consider people to still be married once they're dead so yeah yep that's true he's dead sir he's dead sir (laughs) i checked he was dead (laughs) well so then okay we have the there's this percentage of people that maybe does get that romeo and juliet situation but for the other percentage It's a work in progress. Sure. And so for of those of you who don't have every piece, then every part of your relationship is something potentially you could work at. Yeah. Meaning your friendship. You got to work on getting that piece. (laughs) Meaning your sex life. (laughs) Yes. And your ability to get through conflict. Yeah. And if you can see it that way, then sometimes you can make up for the loss. Sure. Well, sounds like you solved everybody's problems today. (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) You're welcome, America. Or uh, wherever else you are in the world. Or wherever else you are in the we world. Actually have we have a, listener a few people in, outside in of the, the country. Middle East and yeah, in yeah. South America. It's pretty crazy. But anyway, this has been the About Sex Podcast. I think that about wraps it up. Mm-hmm. If you want to see me as a therapist, you can visit www.therapistinsaintlouis.com. Or you can listen to the podcast at www.theaboutsexpodcast. No, nope, it's about aboutsexpodcast.com. Sex he always no, corrects the, me. If you no put thus. a the there, it doesn't work. Okay, about sex podcast. About sex podcast. <laughs> but they already they already are watching the podcast. So you really don't need to plug sure. that. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, have a good night, everybody. Thank you for joining us. Bye.